Jen the Builder. And Corey. We're on a ride on the elevator with hopes to elevate. Yes. And I'm a little anxious. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know what I absolutely love as we're learning new things about people. So this has been the theme lately. It's what people have in common and why the heck do we so focus on the differences? So we're going to talk about some differences and tie it into commonality. But I wanted to say this. A friend of ours, her daughter plugged Take the Elevator to one of her friends. So these are Gen Zers. Okay. I love Gen Zers because... They make me feel young and vibrant and their questioning and their curiosity. I just dig, you know? So she says to her friend, oh yeah, uh, my mom's friend or my mom's boss has a, a podcast and it's called Take the Elevator. What do you think her friend said? <laughs> You know what? I remember overhearing this conversation, yes. so I, I'm not going to say what she said, but <laughs> I will let you share that. Right. So one might think, that's cool. What is it about? You right, know, right. Um, what's your mom's friend's name? But she's like, why do they call it Take the Elevator? Why don't they call it Take the Stairs? <laughs> <laughs> and my friend's daughter is like, I don't know. Let me ask. Right. Why are they taking the elevator? Everyone needs exercise nowadays. <laughs> right. So, yes, this podcast does touch on health once in a while, if that's the topic. But some might say take the elevator is kind of lazy. But if you're out there listening. Yes. Let's clarify this. Dear friend of hers. <laughs> we just want to make sure you are aware that the elevator is elevating your mind. Elevating right. your being so that you can go to higher levels not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually and at times. And, and, and it's just an elevation of that sort, not the elevation in just I'm lazy. I don't feel like taking this. Stairs right. <laughs> so that is why we're called Take the Elevator. But I love the question. So hopefully if that answers you, hopefully you do listen because we'd love to have you um, just tune in. Yeah. Speaking of tuning in, I hope you guys are going to tune in to this very important message because we're on a countdown. And so it is the middle of the week. So countdown's like three days. Corey, what is going on in three days? Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I am so amped right now. Like, I just, I, I can't sit still. I'm doing so much. and I, You really are not sitting still. Yeah, it's just really got me <laughs> messed up. So we're doing this concert at Braemar Brewery. And yes, we've done a concert there before, but we've, we're doing new songs. And it's going to get better. So what we did was we decided to give away two tickets to Disneyland. What? Two of them. And these have no blocks on the... Uh, you know how some tickets, they have dates blocked... These are going to be any day you want to go, please go. Really? I believe so. I, I don't know. Yeah, for that amount, it better be. Okay. Okay, so that's why I'm saying that. And if I have to retract this, I will. But my belief, based on the price, mm -hmm. is that you better be able to go to Disneyland whenever you want. Okay, well, we'll work all those details okay, out. But yes. we are definitely, absolutely, positively giving away two tickets to Disneyland for every individual that goes to the concert, you have to be there. You can't do the virtual thing anymore. Right. Got to be present. And you have to purchase a beer in order to receive a raffle ticket. Mm -hmm. 
once you receive that one raffle ticket, you will be entered to be drawn or pulled, your name to be pulled and possibly win. Now, here's the here's the good part. You can buy multiple beers to get multiple tickets. Right. And if you're not a drinker, we're going to have different activities to earn raffle tickets through the event. Indeed. Yes. Good stuff. I mean, that is an amazing price. I will announce the sponsors later. It'll be on our Instagram. We want to give them a special shout out at the time of the event. So come on, you guys. Good music. Amazing atmosphere. Mm. Good beer. Mm -hmm. Small business owners go out and support in the Inland Empire, which is a community we love, we want to push, we want to do all the things. And if you don't want to do all that, we live here. So let's do better for what we have right in our grasp and in, yeah. in our eyesight. And Disneyland is pricey. Yeah. It and is. I'm really hoping this goes to a family, a couple, person who really was like, man, I wish I could go to Disneyland, but I just don't have that kind of money right now. Right. What a blessing this is going to be. Yeah. And that, that was the whole point and purpose in this thought process anyway, uh, just to be able to help someone that could not just up and go. Yeah. I mean, I remember there were times when we just oh, could yeah. not go to, it was just out of the question. Disneyland was a dream. Yeah. And that's just the reality of things for people who get to do that frequently, more power to you. We're glad that you have that. And there are some families who will never know. But I'm I'm not gonna stop there. Okay. I'm I do want someone that needs to win it to win it. Mm -hmm. And I do want someone that is in need to win it. However, if you're not in need, I'm not telling you not to go. I no, mean, not at all. You want to have a good time at Disneyland too. I yeah. want to go to Disneyland. Get and have in a good for time. free. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? So that's again this Saturday. Please do not miss out. Braemar Brewery at six thirty. Yes, six thirty to nine thirty. And that's uh, 1609 South Grove Street in Ontario, California. And it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a good time. Yes. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. <laughs> we'll see you guys on Saturday. Yeah. Every Last week, Corey, I was working on some resumes for some friends and um, some clients. And I wanted to pose something to you. So this is my find one, name one this week. I thought this was interesting on LinkedIn. Do you mind if I ask you a question and just get your thoughts on it? Absolutely not. So as we know, technology has changed a lot of things. And right now, people do their resumes on paper. There's a certain layout, and when you send it to the employer, they have a system that scans it, and it can tell if you qualify or not, and it reads it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then employers also go on people's LinkedIn because, well, they put that on there or their Twitter account. So this one guy who does talent acquisition received a thank you video. Okay. And they thought, oh, man... What is this? And this is going to be cheesy. But this person watched it and was actually very impressed. So he asked the question of what do you guys think about a video resume? 
If you were looking into hiring someone for Genco Soundco and they sent a video resume, do you think that's acceptable? Why or why not? What would be missing, if anything? Or, you know, let's talk about that. I would definitely look at it and I would definitely take it in consideration. Um, Me being in the entertainment world, film world, music world, if you submit something like that and it's up to par, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're going to blow the competition away by leaps and bounds by doing something like that. You're going to be remembered. Um, you're going to have better chances, better odds to uh, just to stand out. And that's what you want. You always want that edge. You want something that's different from everybody else. And that's something that would really make people look twice and, and think twice as well and go, hmm, wait a minute. I remember this guy. And, and you're going to re- So if it's bad, you're going to be remembered forever. If it's good, you're going to be remembered forever. Well, not, I want to say forever. That's a bit of a stretch. But, mm-hmm. you know, for a very long time uh, in the history of that company. If it's just average, then you struck out. But guess what? Everybody will always remember the first video resume that they received. So you can't, you can't go wrong with that. Hmm. Okay. I can see your point on that. So as I'm doing resumes, let me put it to you from this perspective. I've had clients who I say, it'd be great to put your picture on this. It makes it more personable. Um, And a lot of people don't want to do that for a few reasons. They might not even get the opportunity, opportunity to interview because of biases that people either know they have or don't realize they have. So it's that being judged on color, gender, size, whatever it looks like. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. But if I'm being honest about the way I feel, Mm -hmm. if you look at my resume picture and you determine you don't want me to be there, I probably shouldn't be there anyway. Say that. And I probably don't want to go there because you, you're not going to like me and that's just going to pose a bigger problem for the both of us. So I would rather put it out there. Hey, this is me. This is what I look like. This is how big, small, tall, however you want to say that. Right. And if they say, yeah, we're not kind of looking for that kind of guy. Let's, let's go with someone else. More power to me, more power to you. I can move on and find a job that suits me better anyway. Sure. And these videos don't have to be of your face. It could be like, I saw some suggestions to use Canva. Canva is an amazing tool. And so you have a video and you have your voice recorded with it. I think too, it's important based on the position you're going for, you know, does a video resume make sense? Would we replace video resumes with paper resumes? Not sure, but it's definitely some fun things to think about. So I'm going somewhere with this because we're going to touch on extroverts and introverts Mm. and explore that a little bit. And some people have reached out to me. Thank you very much for being curious about this topic. I am not here to type anyone, by the way, we're just talking and asking questions and getting to know MBTI a little bit. Getting to know. you. Yes, absolutely. So one could say that an extrovert might naturally do better doing a video, whereas an introvert wouldn't. Not true. Right. So I think we we stereotype way too quickly. And I've heard a lot of people say, oh, well, it's because I'm an extrovert. Oh, well, I don't really want to say anything because I'm an introvert. 
And so I just want to clear what those actually mean mm-hmm. and just expand a little bit. Sound good? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. Every All right, Corey, because I am a certified facilitator of MBTI, I try not to bring work home, but sometimes you hear some of the things I talk about. I hear it all the time. What What do you know about this part? Uh, let's talk. What do you know about MBTI? What is it? I, um, I, so, <laughs> yeah. I don't know a whole lot about it, if I'm being honest. I mean, I hear people talk about it all the time. I hear people uh, giving themselves titles with the letters or right. initials, NFG, JP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear, <laughs> yeah. And I hear that people are uh, making themselves like Disney characters. And, right. Based on. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. So uh, I hear a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So real quick, it's Myers-Briggs and it's a, uh, preference on your personality this is never to be used to judge anyone they really sampled uh carl jung's uh he's a psychologist and that whole thing it was a mother and daughter team that created this assessment so we're just gonna have a little bit of fun with this if you don't mind awesome so the first two letters is really about where you get your energy Mm -hmm. right um this is a preference for where people direct and they receive their energy. So people, by the way, will have a little bit of both, but there's one that's a little more dominant. So I want you to imagine this. If I gave you guys paper right now, and if you're right-handed or your dominant hand is left, and I said, write your name, go ahead and sign your name on this paper, we would be able to, with no thought, no strain, no nothing, go ahead and sign now, if I said, okay, we'll take that pen and do it in the other hand, that's not your dominant one, and go ahead and sign your name like you did with your dominant, we would have a pause and think for a moment. We'd have to really focus. It wouldn't be quite the same. There'd be some challenges, right? Right. So that's what this is, really. There's one that um, there's a preference for and one that's not so dominating. Mm-hmm. So um, the two letters here are E and I extroverted or introverted okay so we hear that a lot so just a real quick i'm going to ask you some questions Corey. when you receive news about a change how do you typically process that where is your energy coming from when you hear that there's going to be a big change i say to myself that's life let's keep going let's keep moving Okay, but if you had to process things or if you had to think about it and work something out, is it internally or external? Well, if it's a, excuse me, one more time. If it's a good change, then I'm like, yes, let's do this. If it's a bad change, and when I say a bad change, something I know is not going to work or it's been done in the past. Right. And it's an attempt to do it over the exact same way. That's called insanity. And you're expecting a different result. Um, then no, I'm, I'm bummed out about it. So yeah, usually when it's a big change for fun, I'm happy about it. I'm like, let's go, let's do it. Sure. 
And there's a process before that, before you determine what you're going to do with that change. You said if it's good, if it's new, there's a process. Mm -hmm. So with your extroverted, introverted people, what this typically looks like is someone who's extroverted needs to talk it out loud. Right. Someone introverted will process it internally and really ponder on it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I am in no way as a, this shouldn't be a shock to anyone. I'm extroverted. And Corey, you were introverted, right? When we hmm. did this assessment, that's how you showed up. So let, let's go ahead and, and talk about this. Because people have it misconstrued that introverted people don't talk much. That's not true. That's not true at all. Introverted people will talk about things very much if they know about the topic, if there's something to say. But as they're processing and learning about it, mm -hmm. they tend to internalize work things out, and then speak on him. Very thoughtful. This is true. Yes. And that is me. Right. And introverted people go deep on a few interests, mm -hmm. and then extroverted people go broad. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say I'm shallow, but it's like, cool, I got like the main three points. I got it. Let's go on to the next thing. I'm deep. You're wide. Deep and wide, yes. <laughs> um, so with that being said to you, extroverted people, again, talking, they learn best through doing or discussing it, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they tend to be sociable and expressive, and they're readily taking the initiative in work and relationships. They're just like, I got this, let's go for it. Introverted people are drawn to their inner world. They prefer to communicate in writing, they work out ideas by reflecting on them. They learn best by reflection, mm -hmm. mental practice. So they mentally see things and they work it out and they focus in depth. Like we said, they tend to be private and contained and they take initiatives selectively when the situation or issue is important to them. Very, very correct. Right. So now you see why mm -hmm. you came out as an I. So, how does that work when we're talking about people? Because this is showing the differences, right? And we want to focus on how are we common when we're talking about our energy and how we 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 take things in. And I just listed how different they are. How do two people like you and I figure this out and have things in common as far as our energy? Am I answering that? Yeah. Well, I think... A lot of times, especially with you and I, mm -hmm. um, I'm able to back build sometimes. So th that energy that I need in order to keep up with you and have those kind of conversations. I'll give you a, an example. Yeah. So during the day, a lot of the times I don't talk at all. I, it's very minimal. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, very low. When I come home at night. I've backbuilt enough energy to where I can talk to Jen and sustain and sometimes out talk her. And she's like, where is all this energy coming from? And how did, why are you so hyper? Right. What's going on? And it's because I've had time to be by myself. I've reflected all day. I've processed all my thoughts. And so now I'm ready to unload and, and get answers and find the, the, all the things that I'm trying to get out, I'm trying to get it out right then. Yeah, absolutely. 
what's interesting too is with that being said, there's actually times when I want to be quiet. I've learned that it benefits me and the people <laughs> around me to be more pensive. Right. And I've learned that working with people, because before, oh my goodness, I used to say, you're not going to give any kind of reaction. Like you're just going to sit there. And because the thing about extroverts too is we're very um, expressive in our gestures, facial expressions. Where And so you can see when I'm upset, you can see when I'm happy. Whereas with you, because it's so internal and I can't, I don't, I can't see inside you. It can cause people to be like, what is he thinking? Right. Are you okay? You know, because they're, they're, I can't read you. Yeah. And so uh, let me just pause you right there because I, I don't want it to make it seem like it's all about me. So because I've back build and then I have all this energy, mm -hmm. it's, it balances us out. Yeah. Because when I come home, you're ready to talk. You want to tell me about your day. You want to tell me what's <laughs> happening. You want to tell me what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen next week or how this is going to affect us or affect you or affect the job or, you know, so it's, we're on an even playing field at that point. Right. So right. that's how, that's how our commonality comes together. But on weekends, sometimes we have those hit or miss type of days. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And what I've learned to do and you guys, you know, you tell me on Instagram, if you agree, I've learned that because I think of things quickly and I respond to questions immediately that when I do that and then an hour later you want to talk about it. I'm like, that was like so old news. Mm -hmm. Right. So I've just learned, okay, we're eventually going to talk about this. So because I get my energy from other people, I'm sure as heck not going to get it from you because you're still trying to, Figure it out. Oh, I'm such a killjoy. <laughs> oh. Here's something I've noticed too. Um, this is what they say actually. Um, extroverted people tend to interrupt more because we're so excitable. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, right, right, right. But you got to hear this because this is great, right? You guys will wait for space. We like space. Yeah. 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 And so there's so much we can learn from each other. So here's what I say to all these differences that we've just talked about. Um, the point is to not set us apart, but to learn from each other. The thing that I love that we have in common is we all need a source of energy. Yes, we do. Right. Well, no matter where you get it, as long as you get it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the beautiful thing. It's just we do it differently. Yeah, and it is what it is. You got to get it. You got to have it. You can't move on without it. So get it. Yeah. Live harmoniously and figure it out. Yeah. So next week, we're going to talk about the next set of letters. But is there anything that you wanted to ask me that you still haven't figured out because I'm an extrovert? Mm, why does the story change? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've noticed, like, with extroverts, they'll tell a story <laughs> one way to a group of people and then to other people. It, sometimes it's, it's not a lie. It's just a little more exaggerated, a little more animated, a little more. <laughs> I was going to say, are you saying I'm lying? Um, because it's the source of energy. That's interesting. Because if I'm with people that are pretty low key, my story is going to come out not so animated, not, you know, mm -hmm. um, because they've learned like you're going to overwhelm them. 
But when, I, when I'm with people who are like, ooh, and they're just like, nah, for real? Of course. What am I going to give them? A lame version of the story? <laughs> <laughs> so let me clarify before people think, oh my gosh, she's, she's lying. Oh no, she's not the, lying. I, it's the way I storytell, first yeah. of all. People are like, she's got to be exaggerating because she's way too excited. And I will tell a story. For the hundredth time, as if I'm telling it for the first time, because I'm so excited about these stories. Very true. So, like, for example, true story, I went to see an eye doctor because I wanted contacts because my glasses were frustrating me because, you know, when you click the steam gets in your eye, your, you know, the lenses. Right. And when it's hot, it's so annoying. So I was like, Corey, I want to try to get contacts. So we go. And the doctor put the contacts in my eyes and they popped out. Right? They really just popped out. My eyes would not keep them in. Now, that is the true story, and no one would think, what? They just popped out? Then there are times when I tell the story and I say, I mean, they shot out of my eye like across the room. And why? <laughs> like, that sounds funnier and it's more <laughs> engaging. Like, you know, it's. But I just think it's fun. So that's why I do that. Right. It, it depends on who I'm speaking with. No, I totally get it. Because <laughs> I, I was there when this was going on. Yeah, you were. And so to, across the room is a bit of a stretch. But to say popped out, like, yeah, it, it definitely left probably three inches from your face when she was right. attempting to put them in. And so. the doctor said she'd never seen anything like it. True story. True story. And and she said she was an expert and never had that happen to exactly. her. Exactly. So. My eye muscles are hyperactive. And even like right now while I'm talking, my eyeballs are getting all, they're all big. <laughs> but th that was a very good question. And that's why. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Cool. I love that question. If you guys have any questions for us, Corey being introvert, me being extrovert, we'd love to give you some insight. But again, our commonality is that we all need a source of energy. Yeah. And energy is a good thing. So for those listening, we are on Take the Elevator. We're not taking the stairs because you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.